0: Ask your provider or an online prescriber if ColaGuard is right for you. Or visit ColaGuard.com. I'm in.
2: This episode brought to you by the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. No buts about it. ComEd will pick up that old working fridge, recycle it, and send you $50. Schedule your free pickup at ComEd.com slash fridge recycling. Just conducted a secret Eric off-air poll to try to determine if this study was correct. Spoke with 10 women. 10 women, completely anonymous, with the exception of Sandra, who's agreed to participate here. Ask them a question off the air regarding their relationship. They had no clue ahead of time what we were about to ask them. Hi, Sandra. Hi. Hi. uh, Were you surprised by the question we asked you? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Was it difficult to answer or did the answer come easily? Oh, uh, it came pretty easily. Came pretty easily.
1: And Eric said uh, before we took all the 10 people that it was going to sting a little bit. Did it, did it sting? Um, that, yeah,
2: it did. A little bit. It did a little, a little bit. bit, yeah. Okay. Um, because the question regarding your relationship we asked off the air and we spoke to 10 people was, Sandra, are you more bored in bed with him? Or is he more bored in bed with you? Which one of you is more bored in bed? Your, an- your answer was what? Me. That's
3: exactly right. How much hesitation was there before he said that? Yeah. Was it an easy answer?
0: <laughs> it was kind of yes.
2: Uh-huh. Now, if we had <laughs> asked him the same question, who's more bored in bed, would he have said, yeah, her, definitely, for sure? I uh,
3: guess. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Even (laughs) he can acknowledge that your boredom supersedes his boredom. I bring this up because a new study says, and you're maybe not surprised by this, women tend to get bored in bed faster than men do. A growing body of research suggests that keeping it exciting is becoming an even bigger issue for women their demands whip are so high the act you have to keep updating your act yeah gotta
3: add new components to it new tricks yeah i'm gonna tell you something that does not surprise me
1: not at all
2: women grow disinterested in it with uh, long-term partners faster than men and report lower sexual satisfaction women have less interest in it when they've been together for how long when do you think a woman starts to lose her interest altogether Why did you just hold your nose, Violetta, like you smelled a fart? (laughs) I
4: didn't. I just, it's an interesting question.
2: How long into the relationship (laughs) did women initially announce, okay, now I'm getting bored? Two years. Two years? What do you think, Violetta?
4: Yeah. The two-year hump.
2: You're wrong. Excuse me? lack of both That's exactly what it is. It's Uh, a hump. One year. Oh. Oh. One year. See, so you two are way more satisfied than the average oh, everyday girl. Hard to
4: please, and, and it's easy to it's please. It's not about new tricks and, and and whatever. It's just about trying. You know, just try a little bit. Yeah, a little effort goes a long way. It's
2: effort based.
4: And, and.
2: Time investment.
4: Um. As yeah. to, you know, I can't yeah. think of the word I'm looking no for. No more your it's, standard 90-second
2: investment. No, no, no. The yeah. lead-up
1: to it helps a lot. A lot of times there ends up being, like, no lead-up mm. to the actual action, and then it's, like, you
2: women know, hard have, to get going. Women have less interest in it when they've been together for roughly about a year. Women who live with their partner tend to feel less desire than women who don't. So
3: living together kills the desire. Like living apart. Yeah, you see all the uh, bad moments. Yeah. Yeah. You see him scratching and all that stuff all day. Yeah. In the
1: bathroom, yeah. they don't close all
2: the door. The, all the bathroom and scratching. Wow. <laughs>
3: That's life, you know?
2: <laughs> the libido of men, on the other hand, generally remains stable throughout the duration of the relationship.
1: Well, it's because yeah, girls try more. Robot.
2: Yeah, it's because we're love robots. We're programmed, and that's just how
3: it works. As long as we get ourselves a right, as, yeah. I don't I know think, if I yeah,
1: believe we're that. fine.
3: Love robots. All's we well that ends well for you
1: guys too.
3: For sure. Now
2: uh, we just <laughs> did a an unscientific poll of ten Eric in the Morning listeners and asked them that question. Uh, of the two of you, which one of you gets bored? Faster, Or has become more bored faster in your relationship, your romantic relationship? The 10 women we spoke to, what do you think the results were?
1: Uh, I would say Is this a confusing 90, question, you? A little bit, but I think I get we it asked now. We 10 90. women,
2: hey, of the two of you, who's more bored in bed and who gets bored faster? What percentage said what? Let's go with this, Melissa. What percentage said I do as a woman because I'm the one answering the question?
1: I'm going to say uh, 80% okay.
2: that I do.
1: 90%. i am going to go with 100%.
2: Oh, 90% it was.
1: Nice job, Whip. Thank you. You know your women. I do. You do know <laughs> your ladies.
2: Only one of the women <laughs> said, nah, nah, nah. He's way more bored than I am. <laughs> I'm surprised, Good I'm surprised for her. she came forward and said that. The mix. See, it already begins. Told my coyote story, my coyote slash possum slash mangy dog slash raccoon, something. Whatever
1: it was.
4: And I
2: just uh, made the offhanded comment, yeah, uh, yeah, I believe they're nocturnal, to which I just got a big, long lecture from Michelle. Oh, no. And so I just typed in (laughs) Google, coyotes nocturnal, very first sentence. When living in close proximity to humans, coyotes tend to be nocturnal. Boom.
1: And yeah. Michelle was saying
2: the opposite. She was then. giving me a big lecture of how they're not nocturnal enough.
3: not. Oh. That doesn't seem right. Well, I feel yeah. like I've only seen coyotes maybe six or seven times, and it's always been at night. A lot of times right. in the middle of the night.
2: Right. So maybe I should just send her a screenshot of that. Maybe. And square Why don't things you? off. Do you think I should? I absolutely All think
1: right. you should.
2: Trending on Twitter. Ah, uh, let's find out what's trending on Twitter. I guess it's not nocturnal coyotes.
5: (laughs) That is not. (laughs) Our good friend
2: Mel D., who runs our social media department, keeps track of everything Twitter-related. In effect, she tracks the anger, because that's what Twitter's all about.
5: (laughs) It is. We love a good angry crowd on Twitter.
2: All right, uh, trending on Twitter, top three. That's what we've got in at number three.
5: So, today is National Grammar Day. If you love knowing the proper way to spell things or to say things or to type things out, then you might want to head to Twitter because people all over Twitter are correcting the popular ways of how you spell their wrong and what you used on your normal day-to-day spelling errors. So, if you love grammar... Twitter's got you covered today. I think Eric should get on there and start because that's your big thing.
1: Like you love the whole like people should be very grammatically correct. Yes, yes. I, I bet feel as working.
2: though in the land of communications, it, it should be something you should aspire to, but maybe
3: not. It all actually makes sense. It all comes to a logic. There's almost like a math to it if you really think about it. Now, look at that. Grammar.
2: Now there's there's math in grammar. It. Yeah. There's
1: math.
3: I I didn't sign up get for it. the math.
1: Because a lot of times there's
3: actual logic to why you use a certain word or a certain spelling of a word in a certain place uh. for it to make sense truly.
5: Do you know
2: that, Melody? There's math and grammar.
5: Those are not my <laughs> strong suits
2: right yeah. there. So There's math and grammar. Uh, trending oh, on Twitter, number two.
5: Uh, so BTS, the Korean pop band, is coming to Soldier Field on May 11th. And they sold that show out so fast that they had to add another one on May 12th. <laughs> Which is also expected to sell out. But if that wasn't impressive enough, the band has set a record-breaking sellout time for London's Wembley Stadium, which has 90,000 seats. They sold that out within 90 minutes, all the seats.
4: Look at that. I remember
5: a few months ago when they were here at United Center.
1: I think they had three shows at United Center. Yes. Yeah. It's it was insane. Crazy. Are any of
5: their songs, any of them in English, or are they all in Korean? They're all in Korean, but they do have—they are featured on some English artist songs, but okay. they, they are in Korean. There's seven or eight of them.
0: Right. I don't know.
2: Well, there's a lot of Korean people in the world that enjoy music, so that would make sense.
1: And and even more than that, American people do. Shout out to them.
2: Shout out to the American people. And trending on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God.
1: To the American people. All right.
2: And trending on Twitter. <laughs> number one. So and there's a lot of Japanese <laughs> and Argentinians.
0: <laughs> yep.
5: There are Shout many, out to right. them, too.
2: Yep. Uh, yep. There are a lot of Argentinians. Uh, and finally, trending on Twitter, n- number one.
5: Yeah, shout out to van sneakers because they are trending right now, and people are throwing their vans in the air to test out a viral theory that no matter how you throw your vans in the air, that they will always land right side up. No, so, really, it started after one Twitter like user, a cat. And, yep, like a cat landing like on a feet. cat, he <laughs> created a, a video claiming that vans will always land facing up whether you throw them, no matter how you throw them. Now everyone is putting their vans to the test and by seeing it. and it based if on it Anybody
2: is wearing Vans <laughs> right now. Take your Van off and throw it. Well, 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 throw it up in the air. Not just a little bit. Like throw it way up in the air. <laughs> and call us back and let us know if it landed
5: the right <laughs> way. <laughs> they must be very heavy, heavy bottoms. So, are yeah. in those shoes? had wears Vans, and I was actually going to ask him if I could borrow his. Who? Vans. Our engineer, Kent, he wears Vans like every day.
2: He does. Oh, he's a hip guy.
5: I I never noticed his shoes.
2: Hey, and shout out to the Americans wearing Vans.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And the Koreans. Right.
2: And (laughs) the Argentinians.
1: (laughs)
5: My next
3: question, by the way, would be if you do that with any gym shoe, would it also be true?
5: No, just Vans is what uh, what people are claiming.
3: Okay. I got a pair of Pumas on right now. Try it. Try it right now. Are those coyotes,
1: coyotes pumas or pumas don't you yeah, don't uh, feel like pumas are like heavy on the bass. You know? And I don't mean the music. I mean the bottom of the shoe. Okay. <laughs> oh, yours are a cool little nice. more thick on the bottom than mine. Ready? Just yeah. yep. let's, let's just do it. Land. Oh, should we take a video?
0: No, no, no nobody cares that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. Nobody? If we we're bands, why because, not? You
2: know. Hey, it's hey, do me quicker. a favor. Enjoy the show. Don't guide it. Just enjoy it. Don't guide it. Don't guide it. Ready? Yep. Yep, they landed face down. I Shout have out a to feeling. Puma.
3: I have a feeling your 99 percent of Puma. sneakers are going to do Shout
2: that. Out. Shout out to everybody in Malaysia.
3: Oh, in. nice. Right. Hey,
5: Pumas are good shoes. Kylie Jenner wears them all the time. Well, me and Kylie
2: Jenner. So that's where I got them. Yep. Uh, is that it?
5: I think that's it. All right, thank you. <laughs>
2: uh, anybody listening who newly single? 312 591 6800. Hi, Allie. Good morning. How are you? Uh, great. Newly single? Uh, yeah, as of December. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, how long were you in the relationship?
1: Four years.
2: Four years. Okay. Tough breakup?
4: Uh, yeah, you could say so.
2: Okay, but now you're kind of finding your rhythm and finding your single groove.
1: Yes, exactly. You right. sound pretty happy.
2: Here's my question for you. Are you ready? I'm what ready. Is, what is the best part of being single that you did not anticipate? Now that you've been single for 60 days, <laughs> 75 days, you're like, "Wow, this is great!" And I never even considered this. Oh, that's a good. That's a hard one. Uh-huh. Um, I think I'd have to say, like, not having to
1: answer to anyone,
2: not having- just being able to. Right. Yeah,
1: do what I want to
2: do. That's the main reason Melissa has never actually gotten <laughs> in a relationship, let alone <laughs> breaking up from one, or broken up from one. I have to
1: admit that's the part that I have enjoyed the best, so I completely I mean, relate. But here's what I
2: would say to you. Yes. How do you know that you enjoy it the best when you've never experienced the other side?
1: What are you talking about? I've had some long-term relationships. Yeah. It's just been a long time because uh-huh. it's been so good to not do that.
2: Yeah, but <laughs> it's been so long since you've had a long-term <laughs> relationship. Like, the last time you had it, you, you had to send notes to each other on, like, stone tablets.
1: Shut <laughs> up. but whatever. It wasn't uh, that
2: long. Uh, hi, Mary. Yes. Newly single? Yes. How long four was the relationship? Four years. Four years. And uh, been broken up how long? Since November. What's the best part you didn't anticipate? Um,
1: not having to shop or clean or cook for anyone else.
2: Look at that. Mm-hmm. Less not having work. to shop, clean, or cook for anyone else, just for you. All right. Hi, right, Jeff. Let's get a man's perspective. Good morning. Newly single? Yes, sir. Uh, you're fresh out of a divorce, though, huh? Yes. Okay. And uh, when did that happen?
0: Oh, uh, about uh, six months now, but finalized uh, this week.
2: Okay, and how long were you together? Nine years. Are you relieved or not relieved?
3: At this point, relieved.
2: At this point, okay. Mm. What has been the best part you didn't anticipate?
3: Uh, being able to spend my own money without
2: the Ah, look Ah, Okay. 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 Variety, wide variety of answers. Joanna, anything to add to this, breaking out of a long-term relationship, huh?
5: Um, just the fact that I don't have to, like you guys said earlier, talk to anybody,
1: answer back to anybody, and just doing whatever I want to do whenever the heck I want to do
2: it. Interesting. Now, can I ask you a couple more questions here, Diana? Sure. Or I'm sorry, Joanna. And do you mind if I call you Diana? (laughs) Diana. Joanna. (laughs) Joanna, they say there are science-backed reasons why you're better off being single. Do you feel like you're better off?
5: In my situation, yeah. After seven years with being with somebody, yeah. In this particular situation, yeah.
2: yeah. Now, any chance that you'll dive back into a relationship or are you swearing them off forever?
5: Um... No, I'm not a never-say-never type of
2: person. Here are the science-backed reasons you're better off being alone, they uh, claim. I want you to just give me a yes or no on these, okay? Okay. Number one, being single gives you space to think. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Number two, single people tend to be healthier. Have you found your health has gotten better? Yes. Uh Yes. You're you're not breaking out as often. The rashes have diminished. You sound like you're
1: full of energy.
2: All right. Uh, have
1: more time to go work
2: out. There you go. That's true, true. too. Yeah. Uh, number three, you're better at keeping friends. Yes. When you're single, they say that's one of the benefits. You, so you find that to be true. Okay. Number four, you're better with money when you're single. Uh,
1: no, I'm good with money either way. Oh, ah,
2: look at that. All right, so that one's crap. We don't want to cancel that one. Uh, number five. <laughs> Being single can mean doing better at work. Do you find you're doing better at work than you were when you were married? Uh,
1: no, still devoted to work
2: the same way. All right, so that's crap as well. <laughs> All right. uh, being alone can be less stressful than being in a relationship. True or false?
5: Yes.
2: Yes, okay. And finally, of the seven science-backed reasons why you're better off being single, singles are more self-sufficient, and that's good for you. Yes. Ah, look at that.
1: Well, you hit on most of those.
2: You find all those to be true as well? Thank you, Joanna. Melissa?
1: I mean, yeah, for the most part.
2: You're I better mean, at keeping friends?
1: Um, hell yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, being single gives you space to think? Hell yeah. Okay. Hmm. Uh, being single means you're doing better at work. <laughs> sorry, Why are you I laughing did, at I that? Mean, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh during that sentence. Don't, sorry. Don't laugh. I'm sorry.
1: I'm doing quite fine.
2: <laughs> okay. And, uh... <laughs> And finally, single people are healthier.
1: Oh, look how much healthier I've been the last few years since I got into my, really deep into my singlehood.
2: <laughs> oh, is that what's happened the last <laughs> years? You've gotten really deep into it. Yeah. Oh, well, totally. I didn't know. That makes all the sense. Yeah. Perky. Or in this case, perks. How to make your bridesmaids feel more comfortable on the big day. It's called the Best Bridesmaid Perk. Being a bridesmaid would be a lot of work. A lot of responsibilities, a lot of obligations, a lot of outlay of cash. These are little things that a bride can do to make it worthwhile where the bride, bridesmaid goes. Okay, well some something in it for me now. Among their suggestions, it's the simple things. Who knew? Whip, we would have never considered this. Okay. They suggest bridesmaids' dresses with pockets. Throw them that perk. They're going to be happy as the day is long. They're going to be like, this yeah. is the greatest ever. Got a pocket in this bridesmaid's dress. I put my stuff somewhere.
4: Mm-hmm. Pockets in any dress, always welcome. Here when a girl realizes she has pockets, she's like, "I have
1: pockets. Yeah, Cool. I have so many things I can put in these pockets."
2: Like you, you ask your six bridesmaids, you pick yeah. the dresses. They're like, "I yeah, they gotta get the dress on." And then they put it on. They put their hands in the pockets. Like this is the greatest dress ever.
3: Mm-hmm. What um, percentage of dresses um, would you say have pockets?
2: Ninety-seven uh, percent. Is that right? I don't know. Oh, see, I was trying to show Melissa how to go about it. If Melissa <laughs> answered, him, would have been, well. That Depends Oh, okay. Oh, come on. But see, it's better when you just throw out 97%. Sure, well, that would uh, eliminate
3: the fun. I think that would make it not as much fun. Uh, Number two on the
2: bridesmaid perks, flat shoes. Throw them some flat shoes so they can spend their day in flat shoes. They're happy.
1: Now, see, I would like that, but I don't feel like Violetta would like
4: that. Violetta
2: wants extra tall heels. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I
1: want tall heels, but maybe give me the option
4: of a ballerina slipper or flip-flop at the end of the night.
2: Do you want tall heels because you're short? And you like to be taller, or do you want tall heels just because you like tall heels?
4: I just wouldn't feel dressed up in a dress and a gown at a wedding in flats.
2: Gotcha. Uh, number three on the bridesmaids' perks that bridesmaids love designated time to chill. You know, some downtime oh. where they can booze. Yeah. Carry on, you know, talk and hang out. Smoke.
1: That's my favorite one so far, Stuff not like the smoking that. part, Smoke.
2: just the designated right. time to chill. Time to chill, chill. designated time to chill. Number four on your bridesmaid perks. It's going to make them comfortable. Snacks, snacks, and then a few more snacks. Mm. Provide snacks, bridesmaids are happy. Number five, activities for the plus ones. That's an interesting one. That's so like if you have one bridesmaids... One. And you know, your bridesmaids bring plus ones. The plus ones tend to spend a lot of time standing around doing nothing. Right. So provide some type of activity for the plus ones. You know, maybe a PlayStation, something. It's <laughs> good. You know, something to keep them, keep, keep them occupied, something that they'll, they'll enjoy and an experience that uh, will add to the whole thing for them. And finally, a beverage cart.
4: Just following you around? <laughs>
2: Keep your bridesmaids hydrated. A beverage cart of water is a must-have, but feel free to add champagne and cocktails as you see fit. Your bridesmaids are going to thank you just as long as you can trust them to drink slowly so they can get down the aisle okay. There
1: you go. Snacks and, and beverages. Pockets,
2: beverages, PlayStations. you got to set. Right there, your bridesmaids are going to love it. 312-591-6800 or 312-233-1019. Remember that one time when you were a bridesmaid? What was that really cool perk they had set up for you? You're like, this is great. I love being a bridesmaid now. Normally I would hate this. Now I love it. I have pockets. Mm -hmm. There are snacks. Somebody set up a PlayStation. (laughs) I can smoke. (laughs)
1: Mm,
2: Yes, your bridesmaid perk, Stephanie.
4: It was that the bride bought the dress and and the jewelry.
2: She bought the dress and the jewelry for you. That was nice. Wow, that's yep.
1: really nice good. and really
2: rare. Good perk. Sweet perk. Was it a good dress? It was.
1: It was
4: actually a
2: really nice one. Did you, did you ever wear it again?
4: I haven't yet.
1: I haven't found the time. Did she do that for all the bridesmaids or was that just you? Yeah. She no, it? there were five of us and she bought them all.
2: Yeah. It was just Stephanie. Please. She's like, do not tell everybody
1: else. <laughs> you never know.
2: <laughs> do not tell them. I wonder if it had pockets. Hey, Julie. Yes. The bridesmaid perk.
0: So I was nine months pregnant, and they had a little fan that I could put in my bouquet to blow at my face because it was about 100 degrees outside, and the church had no air conditioning.
2: Oh, that's perfect. You had a You had a bouquet fan. I didn't know they could put a fan in there.
0: Yep, it was tiny, and they just kind of stuck it in there. And then after I walked down the aisle and I sat down, her grandma was behind me and was like, I have an extra fan, and I'll blow it on your back so that
3: I wasn't so high.
2: See, that's when I would like to see them bringing those really big industrial fans, put them down (laughs) at the end of each line. People's hair blowing sideways, trying to keep things cool. It's nice. It's a nice touch.
3: You just like to argue.
0: Schedule your
1: free pickup from the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program at comed.com slash fridge recycling. ComEd, powering lives, funded in compliance with state law.
2: This episode of Eric in the Morning has been brought to you by the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Schedule to have your old working fridge picked up today at comed.com slash fridge recycling. This episode brought to you by the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. No buts about it. ComEd will pick up that old working fridge, recycle it, and send you $50. Schedule your free pickup at ComEd.com slash fridge recycling. Down Divorce Road. Surprising habits that can lead to divorce, according to science. And they begin during the newlywed phase. Mm -hmm. You think everything's all great, all Mm hunky-dory, no problems? Mm -hmm. Everybody's happy? (laughs) You know? No, no. Big problems are already coming up. What's the number one thing, according to uh, studies, if you're this way during the newlywed phase of your marriage, big trouble looms? Laura, what would that one thing be?
0: It would be being overly affectionate.
2: Exactly right. Newlyweds who are overly affectionate tend to, according to science, get divorced more often. Once you said overcompensation,
3: and once it said drive your friends crazy, yeah, it became clear. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: couples who were overly affectionate in the first few years of marriage were more likely to divorce after seven years, according to research.
4: What's overly affectionate?
2: I ah, can't keep your hands off each other. A lot of shoulder rubbing. Think if there's a lot of shoulder rubbing going a, on.
3: More than a little <laughs> touching. Right. A lot of neck kissing.
1: Mm. Oh, that's, neck that's kissing.
3: A, lot. a lot of <laughs> neck kissing. Just <laughs> kissing of any kind, don't you think? Yeah, oh, you yeah. yeah. he... really got to shut down the kissing. Yeah, well, I mean publicly. You agree with all this, Laura?
5: No, it seems completely counterintuitive to me.
2: <laughs> Does it really? Yeah. You think that if a newlywed couple who can't keep their hands off each other find themselves in that position, they should be together forever? Yeah. Maybe they burn up all their affection in the first ninety days, and then you know they got nothing left for the next thirty years. that's it. Yeah. What do we have for Laura?
1: You've won an overnight stay for two at Blue Chip Casino Hotel and Spa, and a complimentary single spa service at Spa Blue. Blue Chip: One place, countless ways to feel good.
2: Telling you. Hashtag overcompensation. That's No, no, we're in love. Look at us. Look how much kissing neck on the neck we're doing.
3: Well, it's like you got all the hormones going and stuff, and eventually all that stuff wears off. You got to have substance underneath it.
2: Uh, number two on the surprising habits that lead to divorce: avoiding confrontation.
1: Oh, that's my favorite. I love that.
4: It's your, too. It's your
2: favorite to avoid confrontation.
1: Yeah, who wants to? Who
4: wants? You strike to me as someone who it. might
2: like to battle it out.
4: Well. I've learned my lesson. It doesn't get anywhere, so I just stop.
2: See, it does, though. That's what this is saying.
4: No, it doesn't.
2: Avoiding confrontation is bad. Mm. It just festers. Well, look how long like you've a, been married. Like an open sore <laughs> that turns into a closed sore <laughs> that turns into a boil. Yeah. And has to get lanced. See, that's what marriage is. Yeah, It's just right. basically lancing a boil. Sounded
1: really nice.
4: <laughs> Good
2: analogy. Yep. <laughs> yep. Letting debt pile up at number three. Mm.
1: Well, that's common sense, right? That's
2: surprising habits right. that lead to divorce. Number four, arguing over chores. Disagreements about housework. 25% of couples listed that as one of their primary reasons for getting divorced. One oh, in four. Really? Yeah. He won't empty the dishwasher.
3: Yes. Like she learned, won't take yeah. out the garbage.
1: Right. And we learned last week about keeping track on all that stuff, too.
2: Yeah. Bad. Don't
3: keep score. Can't keep score. Just got to get it done as a team. If you see something that needs to be done, just
2: do it. This actually makes the top five of the seven surprising habits that lead to divorce. Number five, playing Fortnite. Not a surprise.
1: (laughs) Not at all.
2: Yep. Fortnite is single-handedly killing love. Or
1: any video games.
2: A Study by the uh, the UK-based service Divorce Online recently found that in 2018, at least 200 divorce petitions cited Fortnite as the primary reason for divorce.
1: Yeah, if they're addicted to any video games... That's not
2: good. Number six, venting about your relationship is one of these surprising habits that will lead to to each other. This study found uh, that uh, colleagues found that what you say about your relationship can predict whether or not you get divorced. Participants were asked to give an oral history. Oh, God, it's a test. (laughs) Oral history. Uh, An oral history on their relationship to researchers. Those who spoke about their relationship in negative ways or indicated any signs of disappointment were more likely to separate. Duh.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. You got to just fake it till you make it. Eventually, you, you start liking them. Right.
2: Just pretend things aren't bad. Yeah. <laughs> you push down all point, the arguments. Yes. Mm. Don't talk about the bad things going on. Yeah, and deny, eventually, it all ignore. just goes away.
4: Right. I think that's true. Yeah.
2: Like cancer. It eventually just goes okay. away. Oh, <laughs> oh
4: that took yeah. a turn. Yeah.
3: That's
2: basically um, what she's saying. No, I, I thought the boil,
3: the boil analogy was good.
4: Yeah, too. the boil yeah. might go away.
2: Yeah. Uh, being jealous of your partner's success is the final surprising habit that leads to divorce. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Women who earn less than their husbands when they first got married were two times more likely to get divorced once they started seeing more success at work. Oh boy. Yeah. So men well, I wonder if don't it's... handle that very well.
3: Okay, yeah. Because you could say, like, maybe she just starts to think, like, I don't need this bum. Now, I think basically
2: the jealousy is the part of it. Got it. Yeah, I don't need this bum doesn't have a jealousy component. The jealousy comes with the guy who's like, oh my God, I'm jealous that she's that makes doing sense. well and I'm not. Yeah. See? Or you go the Violetta route and ignore all of these things. (laughs) And everything will be just fine.
3: Just don't communicate at all. Just keep making out.
2: In fact, maybe just get separate houses. I mean, (laughs) sometimes that works. And then pretend you're not even married. (laughs) And you'll have the perfect marriage.
4: Different (laughs) vacations, separate beds. I can't believe people sleep in the same bed together for, like, more than a year.
2: In fact, not only should they sleep in separate (laughs) beds, they should sleep in separate states. (laughs) Let's talk about hitting rock bottom. Ready? Yes. New study says losing your job and hitting rock bottom can actually be a career blessing. The best thing in the world that can happen for you. A lot of people don't realize that once you hit rock bottom, there's nowhere else to go, really, but up. Right, right, right. And that turns into a blessing. Yeah. Sometimes it takes hitting rock bottom to turn your life around because if you don't, then it's not going to happen.
1: I, I can absolutely see that. I think a lot of people would understand that theory.
2: And then there are other people who are like, I hit rock bottom and never came out of it.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> I, do I don't even know th- if that's possible to not come out of that. I, I, gotta get better sooner or later.
2: Sure, many people would disagree, even if it's just a little bit. Yeah. I do remember
3: seeing a book a few years ago. And it was all these famous, wildly successful people. And it was called something like, "I got fired, and it was the best thing that ever yeah. happened to me." Something along those lines. Yeah you need to close that door in order to find the other open one. In
2: the workplace, hitting rock bottom can sometimes be the best way to find your way back to the top. In a study out of the University of Notre Dame, they found that when people fail in business and lose their job, they're actually given a rare opportunity to find the long-sought path that's going to lead them to recovery, because if they keep their job, they never actually chase the legitimate dream that they want to. Takes up too much of your energy and time. Well, then they just stick with the status quo because it's it's safe. Yeah. Until somebody takes the status quo away and forces your hand.
1: See, I kind of thought it would be like you hit rock bottom, and from that point on, anything looks good. <laughs> so your or, attitude changes, you know what a, I mean? That's
2: a good point. That could be. That's because oftentimes employees find themselves drowning in their struggles for extended periods of time before finally losing their footing for good. It's only then that they can either choose to remain mired in dysfunction or seek out a new clear road to higher ground. Let's do text topic of the day, okay, Melody? Okay. And it doesn't just have to be work-related can be life related we're looking 60123 for you to text us we'll give you till nine o'clock from those we'll pick our favorite selected winner and award you a prize we're calling this how rock bottom did it get oh
4: god
5: Hmm.
2: how rock bottom did it get losing your job hitting rock bottom can be a career blessing or maybe a life blessing in your life how rock bottom did it get and, I mean, you're totally fine.
1: Now. Well, yeah, everything's much everything's, better. Everything's great.
2: <laughs> you look back on that, gotten. you know, about four, five, six, seven years ago. You're like, whoo, wow, <laughs> <laughs> that was low. <laughs> I got way right. down there, rock bottom.
1: What mm. doesn't kill you makes you stronger.
2: Thank you, Melissa. How rock bottom did it get? Six zero one two three. You know, you were sleeping in the back seat of your car on your final tank of gas nothing left and then the lottery ticket hit oh, yeah oh, that's
4: a good feeling or so not. romantic or not yeah it mm-hmm. is or you just
2: moved in with your aunt joan and now that's <laughs> fine uh, 60123 who could go the lowest rock bottom who oh, goes no. lowest no. <laughs> he who goes lowest wins 60123 <laughs> It's fun with rock bottom right now, Melissa.
1: Okay, that works.
2: How rock bottom did it get? Six, zero, one, two, three. Now you're totally fine. Grant Jones got a really sweet guest room. You're set. Just got the new job at Potbellies. Everything's great. Yeah. Life is making a turn for the better.
5: If you're having a bad day, just go into a Potbelly's. I'm sure they could, you know, we got a little guitar playing there, get a cookie. Show me somebody that's
2: walked out of a Potbelly's in a bad mood. can't. And they only hire the best people, I heard.
5: I know.
2: Except for Mel D, who's afraid to yell out chocolate shake. Right. (laughs) Well, still one of the best, though. She learned. She learned. All right, 60123, text topic of the day. How rock bottom did it get? This is going to be, Eric, you want to talk rock bottom. (laughs) Listen to this one. I was living in a tent in Kearney, Nebraska for a while. (laughs) You know, like one of those kind of rock bottoms. Right, right, right. 60123, rock bottom. Text topic of the daytime 60123. We said text us. You know, a new study says losing your job, hitting rock bottom, can actually be a career blessing, the thing that turns your life around because you wouldn't turn it around on your own. Yeah. You just keep muddling through your daily existence. Sometimes you need a kick in the shins to turn your life around. Um, so we got thinking. How rock bottom did it get? I mean, it was way rock bottom. Like, you got mm-hmm. through that first layer of rock, got through all the igneous rocks, you went even deeper mm-hmm. <laughs> to rock bottom.
1: But you're okay now.
2: How rock bottom did it get? And that's interesting that you say that you're okay now, Melissa. Because today's winner I selected because they are okay now. A lot of these other rock bottoms are not okay. Oh, no. I thought, you, I thought we should, you know, go with the you're okay now. You, you turned it around rock yeah. bottom. Right?
1: Yeah, that feels a little bit better. Uh,
2: among the finalists, uh, so my brother hit rock bottom. He's 32 and moved to Arizona. Told us he was working for sales for CDW. Then in March, we lost contact with him. Long story short, we didn't hear from him for nine months. Parents had a private investigator involved. Turned out he hated his job and moved out to live in the woods. Oh. Yeah. Living off the land in the woods. Rock bottom. Oh He's fine. Well, He's totally fine. okay. <laughs> my flight was canceled for polar from Polar Vortex. I went to a printout insurance form and got T-boned in a car accident. Sent to the ER, went home. My pipe burst in my house, and I had three inches of water in the house. I moved out the next day and had to live with Mom. Rock bottom. Oh,
1: man. Bottom. Yeah, Rock talk about bottom. everything happening at once.
2: Rock bottom, I snuck out of work for a job interview using the company car, bombed the interview, came out, and the car had been towed.
3: (laughs) Rock bottom. Yeah.
2: I found out my alcoholic ex-husband, or I found my alcoholic ex-husband in the kitchen, bloody and toothless. If I had a nickel. (laughs) every Every time you end up bloody and toothless. Bloody and toothless after falling off his bike in the driveway. We found his tooth on the sidewalk, though, so everything's okay. Oh, oh, that's good. I can't afford makeup, so I go to Sephora to get samples so I can have it before I go to work. That's funny.
4: They do that at Mac, too. Do they? Yeah, if you just say, you're like, I'm not sure which one I want. Rock bottom. (laughs) All those counters.
2: I was in my early 20s dodging my landlord because my rent was months late eating a can of chicken a la King with my cat. I went to my parents' house and mailed my landlord a letter apologizing for everything, but blamed it on my roommate.
3: <laughs> Safe route.
2: Yeah. Not me, but my sister worked as a Kearney in a circus in Florida. I, I do believe Kearney is rock bottom. Yeah. They don't think so, though. It's harder to go rock bottom than Kearney, I think. She lived in the back of a semi for most of the year with her
3: boss and the rest of the Kearneys.
1: <laughs> oh, no. I think at some point they might enjoy that, though, don't they? I was going to say, I'd like to
3: poll the actual carnies uh, on whether they're happy. I think they might be. No. I think they think they're happy till you take
2: them out of carny lifestyle and put them in regular lifestyle, and they go, oh,
3: my God, this is so much
2: better.
4: Do they still travel, like, on train, you know?
2: I think they go uh, mostly by broken-down motorhome. Oh. Uh, I think. Okay. I could be wrong, though. And finally... (laughs) rock bottom hey robert
3: hey good morning guys
2: i'm uh, giving you this one because you turned it all around how rock bottom did it get robert i
3: i lost the most amazing job
0: uh-huh.
3: and made the newspapers gotcha. then i got arrested for some totally white crime stuff like white collar crime like you can't believe total white people. collar
2: crime stuff <laughs> okay. i mean as white collar crime as you're gonna get oh, yeah we're talking white collar and uh-huh. then uh, like, like like prison time white collar crime
3: they could have been, yeah, like 14
2: years. Oh. oh my God. Oh, no, it's hilarious. Oh, listen, you laugh. All oh, right. my uh, God. I was able to plead my way out. I was fine. <laughs> it's
0: not what you know. It's, it's who you pay.
3: Aha. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, welcome to and the then, American uh, legal system. Yeah. There you go. And then I had a baby, which wasn't ready for that. Uh-huh. Lost my house. But you know what? Through all this, life is great. Yesterday, my wife and I—we bought a brand new tri at the at the boat show. Oh, I got himself I got a...
2: a brand new pontoon boat. Ah, oh, well, glad... life's better already. <laughs> glad you
3: told us it was at the boat show because I didn't know what a tri-tune was. I'll be honest. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I have a I have a thirty day old baby who's healthy and life is great. You know, I got uh... the best job now ever. Oh, you, you know,
2: do. Great job. Brand new pontoon. New yeah. baby. Dodged prison by paying off a guy. Yeah, life is great. you
1: can like <laughs> almost know? do time. But yet come right. back and have a, a fresh start.
3: Isn't life great? <laughs> Beautiful. All it took was five years. Uh, <laughs> I
2: know. You hit rock bottom and turned it around. All right. <gasps> Love it. Right now, I, Good could for you. Be, I could be in prison with a guy named Bruno, and I'm not talking Mars. No. <laughs> Instead, I've got a brand new pontoon boat. It
1: always helps to have some money.
3: Uh, there you go.
2: There you go. What do, we, what do we have for proper I find that uh, during breakups it's better to not listen to music.
1: Yeah, you're not you're not that guy. Yeah. You makes you feel worse, right? Yeah. Y- you
2: know what you know what makes breakups better? News radio.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just so you can hear about other misery. Right, right. <laughs> oh my god. You know, I really
2: wanna don't you, do you really wanna relive the pain? Yes. A lot of people feel it's cathartic that way, but yeah. I don't know. Do you Violetta?
4: I like to drive around and
1: cry,
2: yeah. yeah. And I do that anyway,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like
2: daily. Right, yeah, like, on, like on Wednesdays. <laughs>
1: Every morning on your yeah. way in here,
2: yeah, like You can't wait. <laughs> we have to go in again. You yeah. Add a little
1: rain to that. Uh, oh my
4: god! Are you a crier? Um, when I get started, I can't. I can't stop. Really? Yeah, so but it's hard to get me started to cry.
2: Are you a sobber? Like? Yeah, I'm an ugly, horrible,
1: yeah. panting.
2: Melissa, do you drive around and listen to music when you're dealing with breakups?
1: Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I think because you know, I think that can be somewhat common for people because you're in the car alone, yeah. you feel like nobody can see you. You
2: think you're alone, but everybody in the Eisenhower <laughs> is <know>. watching <laughs> you sob.
1: Well, that's true, but you don't really think about that. I think at the time, yeah. yeah. Right. Doing it in traffic, care. not ideal.
2: Right. Now, how about you, Whip? Yeah. No, that's uh, definitely my thing. Really? For sure. Drive around and listen to music? Yeah. Now, do you listen to music like the Fray, or do you listen to something all the way to the other end of the uh, musical spectrum, like something extreme, like speed metal to work your way through anger? No, it would
3: be more like along the lines of the Fray. Right. Yeah.
4: I like um, Bowling for Soup.
3: I like bowling for some. Oh,
4: yeah. Life After Lisa, that's a good one. There's yeah. a part in there you can really scream, get some hurt and anger. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's a good oldie. scream
2: along. Also, uh, she said, um, she being Taylor Swift, that uh, she goes to the old standby that a lot of women go to, I think, for breakup. She'll listen to old Alanis Morissette. Oh, yeah. Oh, she mentioned gosh. that in the article as well.
1: Right. Yeah. You ought to know.
2: Right. Mm. Uh, although, I think she, su- she suggested you learn. Oh, you live, which you is, learn. Yeah. Which is a little less angry. A little more introspective. Sometimes getting
1: the angry out, though, is like the first step.
2: I find that the best thing to do, though, if you want to get over a breakup, is to start dating Kate Beckinsale.
1: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Are they still together?
2: Not only are they together. Yeah. But Pete Davidson. Yeah. And Kate Beckinsale were (laughs) spotted at a hockey game. And it's full on make out, like <gasps> tongue sticking out, yeah, make out. Like, like, like when they're
1: in the stands at the game? Yeah,
2: like creepy, way too much tongue yep. for their whole world to see.
1: Oh my, that's.
2: This that's feels. Weird. I don't get it. What is is, is he paying Kate?
1: Come Does on. He has money to pay Kate.
4: No. Is she
2: being paid to do this? Good question. I don't get it.
4: He's like, he's going in there fishing.
2: I mean, look at that. You, even in this picture, you can see, I mean, he's got that, like, serpent tongue sticking way out there to, going after her. He sure like does. He's, like he's, you know, like a dog trying to get the peanut butter out of the jar. <laughs>
1: oh, my
2: gosh. Like that. Like,
1: is there any left in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: That thing got all the way back to her tonsil. Wow. I don't know what happened there. I cannot figure it out, but they were spotted at a hockey game making out. How about watching the hockey game? I don't understand how that relationship is working. Because I'm going to start making out with Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. (laughs) Would you consider Whip? Yes. A Kate Beckinsale is... Did he upgrade... Yes, or downgrade from Ariana Grande.
3: Uh, I think he yep, upgrade. I mean, she's more hot at this moment. Ariana and more Grande, famous, yes, and yeah. more famous generally. But, but I feel wise, like you are talking like uh, a like woman. If you I know, said you could date, right? If
2: I said you could date one or the other, but not both.
3: Yeah, Kate Beckinsale. Well,
2: what
1: would you do?
3: That is a really difficult choice.
1: Is it?
2: That is a really difficult choice. Mm.
1: Why is that difficult for you? I feel I feel like I know you well enough that this would be an easy answer for, for your taste. I
2: think probably Kate Beckinsale, but I don't know.
1: But are you
4: at Grande's
1: 25?
2: Then there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what she and said. she likes to wear
1: <laughs> big ponytails.
2: Yeah, yeah, like the the big big, ponytail, ponytail guy from Way Back. back. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, you throw a ponytail (laughs) up on top of that cake, you got a shot. (laughs) Otherwise, (laughs) not it. Ponytails. Yeah, that's my barometer. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Victoria's Secret underpants model comes walking through without a ponytail. Forget it. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Let's do ten votes,
2: given the option. Pete Davidson, you know, he's making out with new girlfriend Kate Beckinsale at a hockey game. Using way too much tongue for the rest of us. Don't to, we don't need to see that. <laughs> Cut it out. Uh, but if you had the choice between Ariana Grande and Kate Beckinsale, uh, which direction would you go? Uh, you would vote what, Bob?
3: 100% Kate
2: Beckinsale. 100% Kate. There you go. Okay, do you mind if I ask how old you are, Bob?
3: I am going to be 34 at the end of the month. 34? Okay. Goes Kate. He's right between their two ages, I think, yep. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Right. JJ. What's going on? You would vote? I'll
2: go 101% Ariana. 101%. Well, that's a little cheating right. with the one, yeah. but okay. Yeah, you, you and just superseded Bob right there a second and ago. And
1: since you asked before, what's your age then?
2: I am 39. 39. Going with Ariana Grande. Okay. All right, so there's one each. We took 10 votes. What do you think the results were?
1: Man, now I'm all thrown off. Um. Okay, I'll say... Uh, You've 80%, had time to think about this. Eighty percent Kate, back in sale.
2: Eighty <laughs> percent Kate. I know. I was were gonna, gonna
1: say the same. exact thing. I <laughs> like one and the same. I swear to <laughs> you. I was.
2: Will you two just run off to Vegas and get married and get <laughs> it over with? You, I was. It's say like that. it's so annoying now. I could have lied. Skipping Gosh. around. I could have lied. We even were joking in Mexico. We're like, uh, "Where's Whip? Uh, just find Melissa." He's an arm's length away. Um, yeah, usually you can find one, you find the other. Yeah. A uh, Safety net. What were you going to do? I How was going to say eighty percent, Kate. Eighty percent, Violetta. Oh, I'm sorry, I got turned the mic phone.
4: Um, I would say so. Uh, just what percent for Kate? Either one. Um, well, think? I, I, think think prob- I think it was probably. I think it was probably seventy percent, Ariana. Aha.
2: Uh-huh. The final tally of the ten votes we took, eighty percent chose Kate. Wow. I wanna throw Over this out. I wanna yeah. throw this
3: out there without it being creepy. I'm saying this factually. Doesn't Ariana Grande look even younger than she is? She just reminds me of a teenager. Yeah, it's a little teenager quality. Yeah,
4: sure. like a little girl quality.
3: Well, How yeah. old is Ariana? Twenty
2: eight?
4: Twenty-five. Twenty five. And just to make that even creepier, okay. I think older guys that voted probably wanted Ariana. And
2: Although, look what happened. thirty four The 34-year-old guy voted for Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, because
4: he's younger. And right. then the 39-year-old uh, wanted voted Ariana. Ariana. Yeah.
2: So you think if the guys were in their 40s, they voted for Ariana, and the yeah. guys in their 30s voted for Kate You don't Beckinsale.
1: think it's just about their
2: so, look? Because they look guys, so You're saying young guys want the old girl, mm. and uh, old guys want the young girl. Huh.
3: I bet you the next iteration of Ariana Grande, whenever that is, is going to be like, look, I've grown up now. Yeah. Now I'm a full-fledged woman. I don't want either. You
1: just like to argue. Schedule your free pickup from the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program at comed.com slash fridge recycling. ComEd, powering lives, funded in compliance with state law.
2: This episode of Eric in the Morning has been brought to you by the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Schedule to have your old working fridge picked up today at comed.com fridge recycling.
0: This view was worth a hike. Right. And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages.
1: This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Coligard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease, and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of
0: colon cancer. Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Coligard is right for you, or visit coligard.com. I'm in.